Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Wednesday, February the 15th, and happy 28th birthday to Megan the Stallion. I'm a savage. I'm Doug Harding, and here are your top stories presented by Peggy Slappy Properties. A Dorville police officer has been charged with concealing the death of Susanna Morales. A Gwinnett senator has introduced a bill barring transgender minors from seeking gender-affirming care. And Gwinnett philanthropists and a local artist are teaming up to create a statue of Martin Luther King Jr. We'll have all this and more on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Huddle up, everyone. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy from Peggy Slappy Properties. Just like every good quarterback needs an offensive line, every home buyer and every home seller needs a good professional realtor on their side to keep them from getting sacked. Our trusted team of PSP Realtors has been helping Gwinnetians buy and sell homes for over 40 years, and we'd love to help you call the winning play. Come by our office today or see us online at psponline.com. Whatever your real estate needs, our team of experienced professionals is here to serve you. Buying and selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's our priority. Peggy Slappy Properties is a trusted market leader in the greater Gwinnett area for 40 years in county. A Doraville police officer has been arrested in connection with the death of 16-year-old Norcross teen whose body was found off State Route 316 last week. Gwinnett County Police are still investigating how Susanna Morales died. She went missing last July while walking home, and her body was found near the Gwinnett-Barrow County line on February the 6th. Gwinnett law enforcement officials have not released details on how Doraville police officer Miles Bryant was involved in the Morales case. He has not been charged with killing Morales, but has been charged with false report of a crime and concealing the death of another. Bryant is a Norcross resident, according to Gwinnett County Police. Doraville police said they were notified on Monday afternoon that arrest warrants would be served against Bryant. Doraville officials said Bryant is no longer employed by the city's police department. A new bill would prohibit transgender Georgians under 18 from receiving gender-affirming hormone therapy or surgery. The bill's main sponsor is Senator Clint Dixon, a Republican from Gwinnett County. The eight-page bill includes a long list of procedures that would be barred, including gender-affirming hormone therapy and surgical procedures. The legislation includes some exceptions, including for people who are born with medically verifiable disorder or sex development and for the treatment of a physical disorder, injury, or illness that is certified by a physician. A physician who provides any of these services to a person under 18 would be considered to have committed unprofessional conduct and would be subject to discipline by their licensing board. The bill would also require school employees to inform parents if their child is transgender. Medical groups, including the American Academy of Pediatrics, support gender-affirming care for transgender children when the physician and family deem it appropriate. One unintended consequence of the bill could be the prohibition of circumcision, said State Senator Kim Jackson, a Democrat from Stone Mountain. That's because the bill includes a provision that would prohibit the removal of any healthy or non-diseased body part or tissue. Circumcision is a common practice and is required or strongly encouraged in some religions, including Judaism and Islam. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the 
sons of former slave owners? Will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream. A statue of Martin Luther King Jr. that will be featured at the Rodney Cook Senior Peace Park will reside in Atlanta, but it has major Gwinnett County connections. Local philanthropists Clyde and Sandra Strickland are helping fund the statue, which will depict Dr. King in a pastor's robe and holding an open Bible. And longtime Gwinnett artist Kathy Fincher is one of the sculptors. Fincher and the Stricklands are lifetime friends, and their collaboration on the MLK statue was born out of a mutual desire to depict the civil rights leader in a way he had not been previously shown. Kathy Fincher wanted to emphasize the role Faith played in Dr. King's life. That's why she wanted to show him in a pastor's robe, looking upward while delivering his famous I've Been to the Mountaintop speech, which was also the wish of the National Monument Foundation. The sculpture, which she is working on with Athens artist Stan Mullen, also shows a Bible open to scripture about Moses. The statue will be unveiled on April 1st, followed by a World Peace Revival Peace Walk. Clyde Strickland said the sculpture will not only make its mark on that day, but for decades to come. This isn't gambling, Marge. It's a lead pipe cinch. Legislation introduced into the Georgia House of Representatives Monday marks the latest effort to legalize sports betting in Georgia. House Bill 380, sponsored by State Representative Marcus Wiedewer, a Republican from Watkinsville, is being supported by the Metro Atlanta Chamber. Like sports betting legislations floated in the past years in the General Assembly, Wiedewer's bill calls for sports betting to be overseen by the Georgia Lottery Corporation. Unlike previous sporting bills, the new measure would allow for two types of sports betting licenses. It calls for awarding up to 16 Type 1 licenses to companies that would provide online sports betting services. A second variety of licenses, known as Type 2, would go to brick-and-mortar businesses in Georgia that would offer in-person sports betting. Sports betting legislation in the past years has been limited strictly to online betting. Licensees would pay 15% of their adjusted gross income to the state in the form of privilege tax that would be set aside to help fund education in Georgia. The bill sets out penalties for violators and includes provisions requiring companies involved in sports betting to offer programs to help problem gamblers. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their great customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and uh, when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to uh, want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are uh, just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. Um, but then we have the ones, uh, we, we have a very big online presence. We've been getting uh, a lot of product, and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford, or go online and find them at malloftgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. Why talk to Tom M. Wages Funeral Home Service today? You remove the financial and emotional stress from your loved ones. On the worst day of their lives, your family doesn't need to add financial stress to the pain of loss. You protect them. A pre-funded, pre-arranged funeral allows your family to grieve and mourn without the worry of how to pay. Plus, the peace of mind you have knowing everything is taken care of is priceless. Don't leave the worry and stress to your loved ones. Take care of your funeral prearrangements now. 
Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages today at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a four-pack of tickets to Fernbank Museum. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets to Fernbank. Hey there, hockey fans. Glad's had a bit of a rough weekend, falling Friday night to the Jacksonville Iceman before losing to the Cincinnati Cyclones on both Saturday and Sunday. The Glad's will be on the road this weekend. The Friday night, the Glad's face the Adirondack Thunder, and Saturday they'll face the Maine Mariners. As always, head over to AtlantaGladiators.com for video and audio streaming links. While Saturday's loss was tough, it was Teddy Bear Toss Night which led to a pretty fun scene after the Glads' first goal. Center went out in front for MPC, rebound, SCORE! And let those teddy bears fly! It's Reese Vitelli! How about that? 51 seconds into the first period. Reese Vitelli puts home a rebound. And look at these teddy bears fly onto the ice. One of the best traditions in all of hockey. For a good cause as well, and the Gladiators have a one to nothing lead. What else could you ask for out of the first 51 seconds of tonight's action? Always a great scene. As always, for more information and find those video and audio streaming links, head over to AtlantaGladiators.com. For the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast, I'm Matt Golden. North Gwinnett Middle School Orchestra's teacher Sarah Ball has been honored by the 2023 Elizabeth A.H. Green School Educator Award. According to Gwinnett County Public School officials, Ball earned the recognition for her profound impact on string education in her community, state, and beyond. The honor is a national award presented annually by the American String Teachers Association to one school string teacher with a current and distinguished career in a school orchestral setting. From her award nomination letter, her co-teacher Amy Clement stated, she is a passionate music director who enjoys sharing her love of teaching with others. She has recruited countless number of students, mentored many student teachers, inspired hundreds of music educators, and of the highest compliment, she has even had several former students become orchestra teachers to follow in her footsteps. As a creative mind and innovative advocate for string education, Ball is connected, inspired, taught, coached, and developed current and future generations of string students and teachers. According to GCPS officials, Ball has not only been a leader in Gwinnett County Schools, but also shared her light beyond her school district with incomparable engagement and motivational strategies in state, local, regional, and national presentations and guest clinician performances. Her service to the profession is greatly valued and appreciated. The award reviewers also noted that these activities as incredibly influential, including servicing as GMEA Orchestra Division Chair, as Georgia ASTA President, and as a member at large of the National ASTA Board. The impact that she has made in guesting conducting roles not only influences those students in the ensembles, but also their teachers and families. Ball will receive the award during a presentation at the National Conference in Orlando in March.
Cherokee Bluff already knew Seckinger wasn't an ordinary first-year boys basketball program after the regular season meeting between the two teams in December. In case the host Bears had forgotten, however, the Jaguars gave them a reminder during their regional 8-4A tournament quarterfinal Monday night at Cherokee Bluff. Seckinger got balanced scoring and held off multiple Cherokee Bluff attempts at a rally to earn the program's first state tournament bid with a 65-54 victory. Carter Watkins led Seckinger with 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists, but had plenty of help with three other players in double figures and a fourth nearly joining them. That total team effort not only put the Jaguars in the state tournament, it also moved them into the regional semifinals where they will take on number 4 state-ranked Madison County on Thursday night. From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County Government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Don't miss the Gwinnett County Public Schools Job Fair, Saturday, March 4th from 8 a.m. to noon at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth. Gwinnett County Public Schools is hiring for all positions, including teachers, para-pros, bus drivers, custodians, food services, and all professional positions. That's the GCPS Job Fair, March 4th from 8 a.m. to noon. Visit gcpsk12.org jobs for more details. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know that over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing on your Google Home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.